Podcast West Seattle. I'm Andrew. This rock and roll comes courtesy of the band and friends who performed at the Skylark's great open mic. You can find all kinds of local music at open mic each Wednesday night at the Skylark. On this episode of Podcast West Seattle, it's Summerfest. We take a closer look at the festivities to be had at the junction on the weekend of July 13th. We'll visit with the students of West Seattle School of Rock. The coolest thing about this program is like so cool to get to play on like a big stage in the middle of the junction, which is like where everybody is. We get a bit to eat with Shimmy from Falafel Salam. Grew up eating it all the time, my comfort food, and then I moved to Seattle. And uh, I was like, Where, where's the falafel at? We stopped by Elliott Bay for some beer um, time. Lots of aromatics, very easy to drink, trying to keep it down in that four, five to five percent uh, alcohol content. So We'll even look at some activities outside of Summerfest, including a chat with a seafarer pirate. A couple years ago, we, we did away with all the beer gardens and we brought in bouncy houses instead. And we try to do all kinds of things for all the kids. And of course, much, much more. This is Podcast West Seattle. First up, one of the highlights of each summer for West Seattleites is Summerfest. This year's festival seems particularly amazing, so I decided to go to the junction and get some details. Seattleites like to say you cannot be sure of the summer weather until the 4th of July. In West Seattle, it doesn't really feel like summer has started until Summerfest weekend arrives. I wanted to learn more about this year's festival and a bit of the history of the event. So I caught up with Laura Swift of the West Seattle Junction Association. I also spoke with Matt Vaughn of Easy Street Records, who's seen almost every Summerfest. The music we're hearing comes from the West Seattle School of Rock house band, who will be performing at this year's festival. Here's Laura. So Summerfest occurs this year. It's July 13th through the 15th, and it's a free community festival for everyone to enjoy. Summerfest is in its 36th year. It started off as the sidewalk sale. And here's Matt. It's fun to look back on those early days at the street fair and how it's developed and changed and prospered. And from the sidewalk sale, it went to the street fair. And from the street fair, in the last few years, we've renamed it Summerfest. It's a much better event than it ever was, in large part because of Laura and the crew that she has, and for the Junction Association, Merchant Association, Chamber of Commerce. We're really lucky in West Seattle to have business support that we do. And, you know, people don't even realize that it's the Junction merchants that are putting the festival on. In recent years, the biggest draw to Summerfest has been the outstanding live music lineup. We've always had a music element. I think back in the day we had some polka bands, and then we went to local bands. And then in the past eight years, we hired um, a music booker. This year, what we are going back to is what I like to call like the roots of West Seattle. So this year I asked our music booker to book us some more dance music. Back in, you know, probably about 10 years ago, we had a, when it was the street fair, we had a dance party on Saturday night, kind of like a street dance. And so I really wanted to honor that sentiment so that's one of the reasons we brought in more like dance music. And one of the reasons that Shannon and the Clams will be doing, I think, a really great job. 
and they're a really fun band full of fun peppy music kind of like the b-52s meets the ventures the kind of talent that we have you know i'm shannon and the clams no nobody should miss them they're gonna be they're gonna be great the briefs great great punk band uh, the lineups just get better and better. We do have a open application where people can apply to play at Summerfest. And basically what we do is we just go through the application and we take a look at our contacts and we have some big name acts on Friday and Saturday night. And then during the day we do like to fill in some DJs and then pick as much local Northwest music as we can and really give local musicians a chance to show their chops on the main stage. One set of local musicians who will be showing their chops are the students in the West Seattle School of Rock house band. They were nice enough to let me listen in on one of their Tuesday practices and to talk a little about Summerfest. We are super excited to play Summerfest because um, we get tons of local exposure and it's a great chance to let people know about School of Rock and what we do here and show them what they can do if they're interested in performing like us. So. Mm -hmm. Um, so Summerfest is going to be really exciting. Um, I think we're coming up on our third year of Summerfest, and every year it seems to be getting better and better turnout. You know, we're, we're growing as a school, so I definitely think that that will help us. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the coolest thing about this program is, like, it's so cool to get to play on, like, a big stage in the middle of the junction, which is, like, where everybody is. Like, you see people from your school. You know, that's that's cool. It's like at 11. 11 usually 11 we, yeah. probably like also the first slot. Like on Saturday? Yeah, we usually Saturday. open for yeah, 11 We're usually the first slot because that's where they put the last year. Lesser we're probably going to play some of our sub pop songs and also our regular house band set. And some of the house band set includes Siva by Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> um, the boys are back in town. <laughs> Heartbreaker, Livin' Lovin' Made by Led Zeppelin. Uh, some She's Velvet sick. Underground. Carry some the zero. Steely Dan, too. Carry the Zero Ooh. by Built to Spill. And some of our sub-pop songs, we're doing Hunt some Mud down. Honey, Soundgarden, yeah. Nirvana, uh, Slater City Kimmy. Devils. Thanks to the School of Rock for letting me stop by. Just as important as the music at Summerfest is the food. Here's Laura. So a food this year is, and this is really unique to West Seattle. We are the only festival in Seattle that have our current merchants, our current businesses, restaurants, extend their service out onto the street. So if you've ever been to Summerfest, you'll notice that an awful lot of our restaurants, you can sit out like on the sidewalk in a real like really fun outdoor cafe setting so this year we have a record 26 restaurants extending their service onto the sidewalk so you can get everything from falafels from falafel salam let's talk about falafel salam as one of the newer restaurants at the junction and one of my favorites i decided to find out what they're doing for summerfest and to hear a little bit of their backstory i spoke to owner and chef shimmy khan I actually started in a farmer's market booth. Um, I did that for about four years um, before I got the food truck. And then I got the food truck because I really wanted a restaurant, but I couldn't afford it. I started this with crazy, like I had a bunch of debt and I just knew that I want to make falafel because that's what I, 
I've been missing in Seattle for so long, and I just started with the booth, saved the money, uh, got the food truck, and yeah, saved the money and got this. It's actually funny. Um, I got passionate about it because that's the food I grew up eating. Um, I ate it all my childhood. It was my favorite. Like, you know how kids here have cheeseburgers? I was like, falafel, yay! So um, I grew up eating it all the time, my comfort food, and then I moved to Seattle. And uh, I was like, Where, where's the falafel at? Just after three years of living here, and being in the, in the food industry and uh, making other people's businesses successful. Um, I knew I wanted falafel, so I just started that. Uh, for some of us, we'll have the sidewalk blocked off and we're gonna be adding uh, a bunch more tables and seats. Um, and then of course, we have a couple of beers that uh, Iliad Bay Brewery has been brewing for us, so we're gonna be serving those all weekend long. We're using their Luna Hefeizen. We're making, a, we have a mint lemon uh, Hefeizen, which is a very uh, fresh Middle Eastern kind of flavor. It's my favorite on summer. Um, and then there's the stout. It's a Turkish coffee stout. Uh, we're using the same Turkish coffee that we use at the restaurant. It's phenomenal and it's kind of the best things about beer and about coffee in the same time. Yeah, and it's gonna be popping. Thanks for talking to me, Shimmy. Now back to Laura. You can get a locally made beer at Elliott Bay. Actually, let's talk about Elliott Bay as well. As one of the most established restaurants at the junction, and another personal favorite, I decided to find out their plans as well. I spoke with Todd Carden, Elliott Bay Brewery's owner. Summerfest is our 21st uh, year doing this. We're excited about it. Um, we're doing a, a little bump out this year on Saturday night. We've got an awesome band coming. Uh, it's like a 10-piece funk band called Eldridge Gravy and the Hit Supreme, and they are just so much fun to listen to. Lots of energy, lots of horns and keyboards and guitars and vocals and just really awesome. I kind of call it a pop-up because it's just going to be for a few hours. We'll pop up, we'll go out, we'll uh, throw a little party and then it's over. We'll set up some extra beer gardens to try to make it accessible for people to get into the beer and enjoy the music and then uh, kind of clear out and get ready for what's going on in the main stage. 21 years when we came into this deal, we opened up our doors on July 11th, 1997. And, you know, we were knee deep in getting this thing built. Had never done anything quite like this before. Had no idea really what the heck we were doing. And we kind of noticed all of a sudden on Thursday that all these tents and stuff were getting set up. And we're like, what in the heck is going on out there? Well, lo and behold, Friday opens up and it's street fair. And we open up on Friday. And um, it absolutely just hammered us. We had no idea what was going on. It was probably the worst, best decision we ever made because now our anniversary for the company is on street fair. Thanks, Todd. And now back to Laura. Five, and it just goes on and on and on. So that's probably one of the biggest unique things about Summerfest, is really sitting down and enjoying a, a really good meal from the local restaurants. But in addition to that, we're gonna have some local fair food as well. I mean, who could not have, you know, roasted corn and corn dogs? It's a fair. And don't forget the legitimately good shopping that will be available in the booths and tents all up and down California Avenue. Here's Laura and Matt with more on the vendors. And then in addition to that, there's going to be over 150 shopping booths as well. So I should say the, the booths that are out here and the tents and the, the vendors that we have out here are way better than what we used to have. I mean, it used to just be wooden seagulls and you know, marble competitions, you know I mean, it was just crazy. So you'll be able to pick up local wares, and handmade goods, beautiful jewelry. We're really highlighting local artists this year and pulling back on imported things. So I think you're gonna be excited to see some of the, the local folks that are gonna be showcasing their items. 
great music, great food, and of course, there's so much more. I asked Laura about some of the other attractions at this year's Summerfest. Between Cupcake uh, Royale and a la mode pies, you will find a giant riding orca. So it's going to be free to the public. It was um, sponsored by um, West Seattle Children's Dentistry. Then we're also bringing back the, um, the kids' rides as well. And then we also have Green Life, which is our sustainability fair. And this year is Save the Salish Sea. So you'll be able to listen to folks um, talk about how they are really digging in and trying to save our local marine life. We have this giant gaming section. And the reason we did that is last year, we asked the community what they wanted as part of Summerfest. And one thing that came back is we need more activation for tweens and teens. Behind us here, you have a giant three foot Connect Four right behind you. And then we also have IU Do. And we have some giant checkers in this box. We have a giant um, Pass the Pigs. We have a big Kerplunk, enormous dominoes, a giant tic-tac-toe, monster Jenga, and two cornhole sets as well that we have. And finally, this year's Summerfest will offer a unique opportunity to drink beer and help support the free parking at the junction. I'll let Laura, Todd, and Matt explain. Another thing that we're doing is we're doing a charity beer, which is going to be released during Summerfest as well. We're, uh, we're going to do this, uh, what's called a parking pail, and uh, we're uh, going to be uh, donating a bunch of beers to the junction as it's a non-profit. Yeah, and the same goes for the free parking back there, you know, that uh, we as a group pay for that. We pay our dues into that so that our customers have free parking. And then the proceeds of that will go directly to helping pay for the taxes on those parking lots. So it's going to be a really fun, sessionable, uh, it's going to have a little bit of weed in it. It's going to be a little cloudy, but it's kind of crossed between a session pale and a session IPA. Um, lots of aromatics, very easy to drink, trying to keep it down in that 4 or 5 to 5% uh, alcohol content. So you don't have to worry about sitting out there in the sun and catching too much of a buzz. And, uh, and then uh, the, the proceeds will go to the uh, Junction Association. This has been just a brief overview of this year's Summerfest. If you'd like to know more, you can visit the West Seattle Junction online at wsjunction.org, or check out one of the sweet posters hanging in most Junction area businesses. Or better yet, just show up on July 13th through 15th and immerse yourself in the festivities. After all, Matt from Easy Street's seen them all, and he says... There's a lot of hard work throughout the whole year to make that happen. This might be one of the better ones this coming July. Thanks to Laura, Matt, Shimmy, Todd, and the School of Rock for making time. Next, Summerfest officially starts on Friday, but this month's West Seattle Arts Walk, second Thursday of each month, happens to fall on Summerfest Eve. I spoke with Lillian from West Seattle Arts Walk to hear more. Summerfest uh, leading up to that, so yeah, we're going to close down the street um, over here and we're going to have a community mural project led by one of our local West Seattle artists and we're going to have chalk art 
and Bubble Man, and we're gonna have some live music and buskers. Well, we have uh, our website, wsartwalk.org, um, where we have uh, a listing of all of our participating um, Art Walk businesses on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, so you can find out what artists are gonna be um, showing. Thanks, Lillian. As the summer heats up, remember that your local air-conditioned library has plenty of amazing and free activities for the family. I caught up with Jane Appling for a taste of what West Seattle libraries are offering in July. The Summer of Learning will be in full swing in July at all five of Southwest Seattle's library branches with programs and activities for all ages, children, teens, and adults. We invite you to stop by Delridge, High Point, South Park, Southwest, or West Seattle libraries to pick up activity guides, book bingo cards, and of course tons of books, movies, and music to enjoy this summer. There are summer programs happening at every branch all summer long, and far too many to call out, but here are some highlights. At Delridge Library, starting July 11th, kids and families are invited to drop in and explore robotics, coding, snap circuits, and all kinds of other STEM activities at Gizmos and Gadgets every Wednesday, and all kinds of art projects for two to 10 year olds at Arts and Crafts Studio every Thursday, starting at 1 p.m. Kids under 18 can also come early and enjoy a free lunch at Kids Cafe. Kids Cafe runs Monday through Thursday from noon to one, all summer long at the Delridge Library, and also at the High Point Library, Monday through Friday from three to 4 p.m. At High Point, the library invites kids ages nine to 12 to join us at High Point Neighborhood House this summer, every Monday at 1 p.m. for Project STEAM art and STEM activities. Registration's required for this one, so please ask at the branch. At the Southwest Library, younger kids are invited for a variety of programs that will be happening every Thursday at 11 a.m., including a STEM board game day, bamboo music and dance, and Pollinators Up Close, a special program with staff from the Woodland Park Zoo. Tweens from 4th to 7th grade are especially invited to sign up for a three-day Create Your Own Comic program where they'll design their own characters and comic layouts and produce their own comic panel using iPad art applications. This program runs at Southwest July 9th to 11th from 2.30 to 4.30 each day, and pre-registration is required for this one. Teens 13 to 18 can also sign up for Real Girls Amazing YouTube It workshop at the Delridge Library on July 16th from 2 to 3.30. Come and learn how to start or amp up your online presence with an awesome YouTube page. This is just a sampling of everything happening at your library this summer, so stop by any branch or check out our website, spl.org, for the full slate of things you can enjoy at your library this summer. Thanks, Jane. And finally, with all of this summer festival talk, it's good to remember that Seafair is just around the corner. In fact, the Seafair Pirates are coming to Alki soon. I spoke with Daniel Sullivan, the president of the Seafair Pirates, about this year's event. And our historic, iconic community event, the Seafair Pirates landing on Alki Beach, is on July 7th. Festivities start at 10 a.m., they go till 5 or 6 at night. Now, we land on the beach ourselves at 1.30. We're going to come from the south this year. Normally we come from the east. And uh, with a little help from our friends at Monumental Undertaking, we're going to have a really good party. It's a family event. Um, a couple years ago we, we did away with all the beer gardens and we brought in bouncy houses instead. And we try to do all kinds of things for all the kids and really make it accessible and something that can continue for another 50 years. Thanks, Daniel. That just about wraps up this episode of Podcast West Seattle. 
I'll see you at Summerfest. Until then, here's more rock and roll from And Friends. Yeah.